on automatic, you know. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Yes, sir. Live from my mouths to your ears and live from YouTube to your faces. Another episode of Guess From Stance. It's your boy L91. It's your boy Nard tonight, man. It's your boy Nard. Wow. Coach Nard in the building, man. What's up, man? I'm always the coach, especially... This week, man, we gotta we we, we gotta be you know what I'm saying. We gotta pull it together for all the coaches out there. It's, it, it, it's, it, it was a tough week. It was a tough week. It's the Dominican Dundee, Christian, mi gente, que lo que estamos aquí, estamos activos. Feliz año nuevo, que tenemos muchísimas cosas que tenemos que hablar este año, señores. Hey, bro, did you just shout out Selena? Alright. I was. I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. We're starting tonight. I see. We're starting. I see. We're starting tonight. Um, anywho, man, uh, you know what, fellas? I feel like this pod is gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be like a Tyson fight. It's gonna hit fast, hit hard, and you need to watch out because we hitting them all night tonight. Absolutely. Wow. So let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. First things first. <sighs> Your boy finally did it. We gotta give a salute. Your boy won one. Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines won the national championship this Monday. About time. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. They haven't won one since '97. It was almost. Um, it was. It was a uh, no, but not, I'm not saying just about time. I'm saying about time under his tenure as well. He was what there ten years, and he just having his quote unquote we would say his breakthrough with uh, finally able to beat um, Ohio State. And you know, able to win the 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 semis as well. Well, he's beating Ohio State, I think, three times in a row now. Hold on, was it three or two? Three, three, three times in a row now. But yeah. finishing the job, finishing the story, word to Cody Rhodes <laughs> is definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's definitely what um, just what it was. You know what I mean? And, and I'm I'm happy for him. Uh, but let's let's get into it, Nar, because I'm gonna be real, bro. Um, uh, from a football aspect and just in between the lines, this was domination and a dominating performance by the Michigan Wolverines. Wouldn't you say so? Um okay. Here's it, it's a two-way sword, right? Because we can't act like Washington didn't have opportunities, like it wasn't a good game. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we did have a good game, at, especially early on. Um, overall, Michigan looked like the more dominant teams in both playoff games they played, though. That's what you're alluding to. I don't feel like they dominated either game, but in a weird way, in two good games, they look like the most dominant team. And, you know, it's, it's funny because to me, and it doesn't matter because they won the national championship. But the glaring thing about it is obviously J.J. McCarthy isn't who Jim Harbaugh acts like he is. 
Because if their offense was better with that defense they had, they would have beaten the shit out of a lot of people. But that's part of being a team. You have to have both sides in order not in order to win, you know what I'm saying, because they had enough offense to win. But in order for it to be those dominating performances like we've seen from Georgia before, like we've seen from Alabama before, like we've seen from Clemson in other games, like we've seen from Ohio State championship games, all of those teams that I mentioned had both offense and defense. And while Michigan does have enough offense that can get them to, you know, undefeated in the Big Ten and gets two big opponents because of how great their defense is, yes, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like Michigan left a lot on the table as far as even being considered one of the most dominant teams we've ever seen, because that's an absolute no. But this playoff, they looked dominating in close games, which is weird to say, but it's because of how great that really their front seven is. It's fucking ridiculous. Right. Right. I, I, um, I understand what you're saying on that. I think that um, domination is perspective. So most definitely, but, um, because I, I think like in order to dominate a game, you have to. What was the? They won an overtime against uh, Alabama. What was the score of the national championship game? 34 17, I think. Yeah, 34. Uh, and and it wasn't some of it in garbage time, though? No, nah, not necessarily. No. Nah. So I think. Because I fell asleep I on think it. Was like, I it was like 17. <laughs> It was thirty-four to thirteen. No, I think it was. So that's a, that's a twenty-one point victory. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's a nice one. That's a nice one. Yeah, it's a twenty-one point victory. And um, Washington never uh, was closer than ten the whole game. Um, Michigan quarter no, by quarter. Seven, because remember we were like we got a game. They had people within seven. Yeah, they scored. So so first quarter it was fourteen to three. Then it ended up. Uh, t- I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. The second quarter. It ended up seventeen to ten. Uh, yeah, then it was a stalemate at three three. Yeah, it was a stalemate at three three, and then they uh, finished the floodgates, or they opened the floodgates on uh, in the fourth quarter with a 14-0 fourth quarter. Um, their defensive line, I would say, honestly, probably had their best performance of the year. And you know who? Because um, it's just, it's it, it's, I mean. it's um it's one thing to to frustrate somebody like Jalen Miro like they did in the semifinals, right? And Jalen Miller hasn't been the um he hasn't been the I, uh, example. I, 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 hold on though. Hold on, wait, I, let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. Hold on, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. But they didn't rattle Miro. Miller was the only reason that game went to overtime. They fucked that offensive line up. It had nothing to do with Miller. Right, but that's that's what I was that's what I was that's what I was getting to. <laughs> was being able to hold him under 200 yards passing by by attacking that line the way that they did, and they did the same thing with with Washington. I'm saying that their their approach to how they dominated that was clearly one in in the front. In, in hey, you know who reminds me a lot of somebody? Y'all, somebody y'all see the same thing. Mm-hmm. That dude, Miles Graham, the D tackle, he reminds me a lot of Christian Wilkins when he was at Clemson. Undersized, undersized, but, but quick as fuck on his feet. Yeah. Dog yeah. gets in the backfield, makes short tackles. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like you said, I'm also drop down to that to that to that uh Mike linebacker position almost if need be and shit like that. Like like he'll he'll kind of play the field where he needs to. Um but and also his his rush game is ridiculous. Like he's so also, fast off the ball, it's crazy, bro. He's so fucking he's not, fast. And also he's not gay. 
like Chris Wilson. <laughs> that's so. true. Because the end of that national championship <laughs> game, that shit was down wild, bro. <laughs> he not doing split. I'll never let like his ass lose that shit down. Dabo probably looked at him like, what the fuck, boy, this is a Christian, well, it ain't a Christian school, this is a Christian school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he reminds me just a lot of him for being undersized, very strong, quick at the point of attack. Like, no, nah, I know, I told you, Michigan had a defense. You know what I'm saying? They had a defense this year. They did. And Donovan Edwards, where the fuck did he come from? Pissed me off. I mean, they did shit all season. No, but as a collective, they have been, well, number one, they've been uh, in the top five in defense all year, um, their defensive line specifically. Uh, oh, I thought so. I was at so the defensive line specifically um, has put has put uh, I think s- the second or has led up the second less uh, QBR in the nation, only to some scrub school out uh, out uh, in the um, in lower bowl tiers. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. But far as like the power fight, yeah, they they had the uh, uh, the lowest QBR allowed in. Nation, I mean, shit, they really got after it all day, bro. They've disrupted offensive schemes all year. Because remember, bro, the early test was, and you got to call it a test because it was what it was, them going 5-0 and against Maryland. That first, because Maryland offense uh, went to, uh, not to uh, Tiger my Lord. What's his brother's name? Uh, to, the other uh, one. To live? To, yeah. Uh, the some, second Tiger my Lord. Uh, yeah. He was out there airing that bitch out. Um, mm-hmm. And the way that they have played just solid, solid defense all year. Have really pressed the ball. Would stop both your uh your your run game and your pass game just by how fast their athletes are off of that ball. Like, bro, them boys really be moving their puppies, man. And I gotta give credit to Harbaugh. And real talk, this defense that he played all year reminds me a lot of that 2012-13 Niners defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is very reminiscent of that. Um, and, and I got to just call a spade a spade, bro. Like, he dialed in and honed in on what was his bread and butter, and that was defense. Now, that's been certain shit he's tripping. Like, J.J. McCarthy being the best QB in Michigan history. He is not. That's, right, that, that's gas. That's, well, that's I gas. Was, I but that's relative. It, it, it may be. Yeah, it may be relative. You never had. And we're not talking NFL career. Tom Brady wasn't that great in college. Tom Brady wasn't that great there. He did win Chad Henney. Chad Henney. I was going to say Chad Henney probably. Who did Tom Brady back up? Who was Tom Brady? He is. Because I don't think. When I say the Yankees, it's Drew something. Jim Harbaugh really wanted to say he's the best quarterback in the country just because he was quarterback. He was just saying Michigan. That's what he wanted to say. And that's what I was alluding to. He may be the best quarterback in Michigan history. Michigan got a fucking quarterback. Big Ten quarterbacks overall. Who? That's a blanket. Drew Brees is probably the best. Well, no, hell no. Drew Brees or Arch Arch Manning. Then we got, and I'm saying, a recent guy who came Archie Manning. Arch. No, Arch. Archie. Archie. He played the Ole Miss. What are you talking about? Uh, No, Archie. uh, Who uh, who won won quarterback uh, Heisman back to back at. uh, Oh, you talking about Archie Griffin? Archie Griffin, yeah, yeah, Archie Griffin. He was a running back. No, no. Who, running back. somebody won. Hold on, wait. I'm gonna look it up. I could, I could. There's be only been one two-time winner. That's Archie Griffin. Archie Griffin. Okay, then yeah, I'm tripping. Back. All right, all right, I'm tripping. But then yeah, it's probably Drew Brees. And Drew Brees went to Purdue. Period. 
decent. No, I'm guys. saying it's, it's probably it's probably Drew Brees. I'm just talking about decent guys, not even all timers. Just give me some decent starters that came out of the Big Ten who had decent careers in the NFL. Well, Tom Brady. Um, okay, no, okay. Tom Brady. Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Obviously, Tom Brady. Obviously. Drew Brees is going to be up there too. Two. Um. Russell Wilson, if you count Wisconsin. Okay, you have to. He only put. Yeah, you know, you got to. I really want to call him. He was a North Carolina State baby, though. Real college football fans, no. I watched him at NC State. I don't know. Real college football fans, no. Yeah, yeah, fact. But some shits and giggles. We got. Yeah, just throw Russ in there. NC State for all the Russell Wilson's time was always that first game on Saturday. Always. Yeah. On right. UPN. Twelve o'clock. On UPN. On a UPN. <laughs> yeah. Or my TV sixty-five. Whatever. Whatever. But that's, that's um, all I'm saying. You can't that think game. of too many that even had decent careers. I'm really trying to think. Let me see. Uh, mm, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Big Ten QBs. All right, passing. Lead. All right, let's find this out. All right, Big Ten career passing leaders. All right, Tali Attack Vailoa has the most passing yards in Big Ten history. Ain't been to the league yet, so I don't know if he is. Next up, that's so. like that is Drew Brees. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then Chad Henney. Bob. Then JT Barrett. Bob, did he make it? Oh, no, CJ oh, we're tripping. Kirk Cousins. He went to Michigan State. We are tripping. Okay, oh, Kirk, 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 Kirk. But CJ yeah. Stroud, too. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Stroud, okay. Stroud, Stroud, Stroud. Yeah, Stroud yeah, okay. have, uh, hey, look, the year that he had. Look, fuck it. So He's an all-time five? rookie year. Um, I'm not counting that in that next one. Hell no. Crazy, you, don't, you don't want to put a name. Trust me. Ooh. Kyle Man, Orton. Go ahead and say that. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Orton. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I told you, you ain't want to know. <laughs> Look, he's so bucked. The first thing in my mind is Orton. Orton, Orton, Orton. He recognized Randy. Hey, you heard yes. of me? Say it again. I said he's so much of a bum. When you said Orton, first thing in my mind was only Orton. We recognized Randy. Randy. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't. I can't. Um, Jack Trudeau. Okay, so we can stop. <laughs> hey, you want to know what's funny? You want to know? You want to know what's funny? So CJ Stroud is number thirty-one, and then Antoine Randall is number thirty-eight. God damn! I got he wasn't even a quarterback. quarterback. He was a quarterback in the league. That's in the league, I mean, yeah, but but I'm saying, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how, yeah. Even though he used to throw the hell, but that, out so but look though, and then when you think of a conference like. Pac-12 got hella quarterbacks. Come on. That's not even fair. USC alone ain't SEC on the low got hella quarterbacks. SEC on the low. Duh. I want to see the all-time SEC. Well, you know Matt Stafford, he, he going to be up there. Cam had an NFL career. Uh, uh, yeah, well, Cam Cam did bounce around two. Uh, Big 12 got, two got, got quarterbacks too now. Yeah, Big 12 oh, definitely oh. does. Oh, you won't guess who's number one. Tim. No. Uh, SEC? Shit, you wouldn't guess who's number three in the SEC. Chris no, he's number five. Uh, number one. Greg McElroy? No. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jalen Hurts? Older or younger? Uh, yeah, our age. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Matt Stafford? No. 
Tua. Mm-mm. No. You're close. Jalen Hurts. Mm-mm. I just said him. Uh, Matt, ain't no way. You said Tua and he was close? Yeah, I said Matt. No, Roy. all I said was he was close. He said he a said name. He was close. AJ, AJ McCarron? Mm-mm. No way. No, I said no. No, no, no. Oh. It's not McElroy, it's not McCarron. Then it has There's to be, not an uh, Alabama quarterback. Oh, yes, there actually AJ McCarron's number tw- number 20. <laughs> I was just about to say AJ McCarron. Well, you know, Nick Saban was a running coach, so we're not yeah, talking. exactly. He was a running coach. Yeah, no, number one. All right, y'all ready? It's Aaron Murray from Georgia. What has the all time SEC passing leader? He had 13,000 hey, yards. Right. He wasn't shit in the league, but in college, he was all right. Yeah. Uh, hold on, after hold on, that hold on, is, hold on. where's Eli Payton on that though? Well, where's I'm about Eli to get Payton to it. On? All right, so after that is Will Rogers at two. He's currently number two, uh, still at Mississippi State. Um, Drew Lock is number three, Missouri. Missouri. Uh, David Green for Georgia is number four. Chris Leak is number five. Uh, Peyton Manning is number six. Mm. Eli Manning is number ten. Mm. Dak Prescott is number 14. Mm. Tim Tebow's 17. Rex Grossman mm. is 18. AJ McCarron's 20. Uh, Jay right, Cutler is 23. Rex, Joe you Burrow. Grossman, you went a little too far. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe oh, see, Burrow's he, he 20, he 24. He played two years. Yeah, he only played two years. Bryce Young is 28. Um, Man, Bryce played three years. Fuck off. Johnny Manziel is number 35, but he also scrimmaged for like 5,000 yards, so you can't. I mean, he also ran. And Stafford is 37. That's crazy. Yeah. But then again, Georgia wouldn't do it. Well, I mean, Georgia was doing something. Georgia Georgia was always like. Man, no Sean O'Reilly. Yeah. But back to to the natty, man. Um, Jim Harbaugh. See how irrelevant Michigan is. We just got a whole tangent on something. He 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 won. Well, I don't want to shit on them in their week of glory because they they definitely won. So, uh, you know, we gotta call we gotta call it what it is, bro. They had they had an amazing season, fifteen and zero. Bro, y'all were all up the Patriots' ass during time out, time out, time out, time out. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Let me pause you there. I hear you. But if I run the tape back, you are one to say, bro, everybody does it. It's not that many. Nah, hell no. Nah. You literally said it on here. Everybody ain't get suspended and went in after you, Yeah, you said he's dumbass just got caught. But you literally bro, said everybody does it. Everybody does it. You just assume that. You said that. Listen, he got caught. You don't win in the championship <laughs> after you get caught and get credit. I'm sorry. I see, what, I see what kind of week we finna have. I anticipated uh, losing. I anticipated losing, but as a man, I cannot give a cheat. Come on, bro. You see, the nigga Potter Stallion was on the sideline, bro. Yeah, he catch me. He cheated, but so does everybody else. Catch him. And, and, and let me and let me let me let me fast forward to our next topic. If you think for one fucking second that. That uh, that that Nick Saban has seven and didn't do shit wrong. You are a got dog on live. That's why he didn't get caught. Hammer right now. You understand? Huh? 
So I'm not even in the camera, so y'all can just see the background, so y'all can just see the greatness. You understand? Now look, the chip, but I feel you. If you if you're Michigan, <clears throat> if you're Michigan, obviously, um, you you ended you you rounded out the table. You won. Y'all started out the team the season ranked number two. I want to say they were preseason number two. Was Michigan number two? I'd have to go back and look. No, I don't, yeah, I, I gotta go look. What was the? I know they were top four. Yeah, I want to say they were number two. Preseason rankings in college. Um, week one, 25 poll. Uh, Michigan was. I hate when they do all these damn. Come on, bro. Uh, Michigan was number. God, dog. Bro, they killed. Like, yo, they have made sports websites so hard. They were number six. They were number six. LSU was four. That's all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Florida wasn't, State, LSU. Wasn't, like, yeah. wasn't like Ohio State ranked uh, number one? So the opening like rankings, that? opening rankings is Ohio State one, Bama two, uh, Georgia three, LSU four, Texas five, Michigan six, Notre Dame seven, Clemson uh, eight, SC nine, and then Penn State was ten. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, but. Uh, so what what does this mean for 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 college football overall, y'all? As we expand to a twelve team uh playoff now, uh, obviously that'll be our next thing. Um, what what does this mean uh, for you? Honestly, I feel like it'll be good, man. I feel like you know it was a it was a a, a good playoff that we had this year, both games. You know, what I'm saying see it, it was the national championship lopsided, but it wasn't a blood. It was still a decent game. Even though Washington never uh, took the lead or got within uh, closer to seven, I almost felt like they had a chance that they could just make that stop. And those are games at the end of the day, you're still interested in watching. You know what I'm saying? As long yeah. as the team has a puncher's chance, you'll tune in. So we got two games, you know what I'm saying, that we to watch. And then next year, it's going to be even more exciting. You're talking about playoff games on campus, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be real different. Uh, um, I think it'll, it'll be, be on campus. They, they, we'll put that to rest. No, what they're is, not going to be on campus. The, the games are. Or if Georgia was in the playoff, all that would be put to rest. Well, the games aren't going to be on campus, but the first so the first round uh, uh, is on campus. Are you sure? I thought they had. I thought they had bowl games set out for that. Mm-mm. The first round of games is on campus, but certain teams have a bye. Yeah, the, yeah. First, the top four teams in the, in the nation yeah. have a bye. The other ones on campus. I'll, 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 I'll show you that. Yeah, send, yeah, send, send that so I can uh, put it up real quick. Yeah, oh, that's, that's crazy, but mm-hmm. you send it to the uh, to the private chat? No, oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, um, no, I think, I think uh, overall, man, just looking at the way that that game uh, mounted up, like you said, our we got a really, really good national championship. We got a good playoffs this year. All, all, all things considered, as far as the play of the game, we did. We got a really good national championship or playoffs. Um, we did. Alabama, the 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 country, the country, the world, <laughs> however you want to put it. Um, Bama didn't disappoint. They didn't. They didn't. They went to OT. Uh, 
Texas and, and Washington was was primed to be a shootout, and it wasn't bad at all. I mean, hell, Washington, Texas, damn near came back, and Washington uh, really almost lost they that did. Um, And then in the national championship, yeah, Michigan was more dominant. I felt like they were the better team, but shit, yeah, but I couldn't ask late. for anything better. Yeah, they pulled away late, exactly. As as football games typically go. Yeah, because it was 13-20 coming into the fourth. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and look, you know, for all things considered, man, Michael Penix, uh, you know, he didn't look like himself. Uh, I think we all can agree there. He did not look like the Michael Penix of the last yeah, uh, his, of the last year. He got his ribs cracked and he got yeah, uh, yeah. tossed around. So, yeah, you know. and for what it's worth, I think honestly, as we look at it, bro, Oregon kind of showed that in the Pac-12 that if you pressure that line, um, we we saw something that led up to this in in uh, that Oregon game. Like Oregon showed that in all the right, first so match. I wanna, uh, yeah, but it's I found like, it, fellas. So the way it's going to work is I'm going to put it in the chat. One, uh, this uh, just from the D, excuse me, from the Detroit Free Press. Okay. Uh, 12-team college football playoff game locations. One of the most interesting and exciting wrinkles of the 12-team format will be that it will feature one of the most cherished aspects of college football. Games played on campus in front of passionate, sold-out home crowds. The first four, the four first-round matchups will take place either at the home field of the team with the better seed or at another site designated by the team with the better seed. So if your home stadium is small and you're like, hey, we want to push the game over here, you don't do that, but if you're the higher right. seed, you got a stadium like Bama, you're gonna play the home. Right. So yeah, I think mean. unless you can fit sixty thousand people in your stadium at minimum, you should just move the game. Facts. Yeah, none of that 50, 40. Wait, hey, that's gonna be tough though, bro. Home playoff games. Well, well, truth be told, let's look at it. Not that many teams have that issue, if any, in the uh, top twelve. Let's look at the final top twelve. Then no, it's a, it's a team like. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking at the, uh, Washington might have if it's a home game, they might want to play Seattle Stadium. Their stadium is small. Is Washington State okay? Yeah, it is. Which um all right, so the, the final uh let me see. CFP ranking. Rankings. All right, let me see. Let me just, I just want to look up the last 12. So, all right. The final rankings. Uh Wait, come on, bro. What are we doing here, man? Let's see, man. That's that bullshit. I, I hate how. All right, there we so go. All right. Eight. Yeah, bro. It's it's annoying. All right. So the final AP poll is this. Washington or Michigan, Washington, which you said that they would possibly move there. Let's see how many Washington seats. Texas, Georgia, Bama, Oregon. We know Oregon ain't moving their shit. Florida State ain't moving there. It's Missouri might. Ole Miss might. Ohio State, no. Arizona, possibly. They'll probably play in the uh, – what's the shit in art? The University of Phoenix. Uh, oh, yeah. Glendale, yeah. And then LSU. Yeah, no, they're not moving either. LSU. Now, for the ones that would be home, I would assume it's five through eight for those games. So, Bama's not moving. Texas is not moving. I mean, Oregon's not moving. Florida State's not moving that, and Missouri will be the only one. But I, oh, they probably play at uh, Arrowhead. What? 
Arrowhead. Watch the stadium. Not a zoo. Seventy. Washington can fit it. Yeah, Washington can sit seventy. Then yeah, they play it there. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm looking at the so I'm looking at five through eight because that's who would be the home uh, teams. Obviously, because of the seeding, Bama's not moving their game. Fuck no. Oregon's not moving their game. Florida State is not. And I, I got to see. Can you check out what how much uh, Mizzou can hold? I, I think they can hold about 60,000, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to check. Fair Stadium. 60. 62. Now, how much does Arrowhead hold? 80. Is it 80? Somewhere around 80. Arrowhead. Five sometime. Let's see. Arrowhead is 76. Oh, shit. Yeah. Would you, move, would you move for an extra 14000 No. Nigga, at tickets at 500 a pop, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, because all yeah. they're going to do is just charge higher tickets prices in the yeah. zoo. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, definitely coaching playoffs definitely will be very, 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 very interesting. I can't wait. And it's just this the first round. This whole game. I'm glad we didn't get a blowout to end. I mean, uh, a complete blowout both games to end this play. Well, in all yeah. three games. You know, so can we stop complaining about that for real? What? Can y'all stop complaining about the blowout last year, TCU? When Georgia came in there pissed off because they didn't know Ohio State was actually like that. Bro, was that was that the only was that the only blowout we've ever seen in the CFP history? Fuck no. Uh no. No. Now they have sixty five to seven. We've right seen there. a bunch of te- the average the average win in the national championship was seventeen points, bro. And this one was what, twenty one? So I mean yeah. I'm giving Not that far. Yeah, that. it ain't that far off. No, but my 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 uh complaint was everybody complained about TCU, but TCU earned the right to be there because they won their first game. They beat Michigan, so right. I know. I'm just saying, if if you're gonna throw TCU out, you gotta throw Michigan out too. No, I I, 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 I if you if it was a if it was a semifinal game, then I would be more. You know what I'm saying? To my point, I understand they won their semifinal game, so you can't argue about them being in the national championship. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm glad we didn't see some shit like that again. No, I get it, but it just yeah. got annoying to me over the, over the whole course of the year. Everybody complained about. It. <clears throat> I'm just, you know, voicing my opinion on that. Right. Let me let me ask y'all this about this game. Um, the way that Michael Penix played, does this turn either of y'all noses down on his draft stop? No. Absolutely not. No. Uh, well, maybe, maybe the only caveat I would say is the little injury bug that he had. Because remember in Indiana, he ended all four years in Indiana. Or not four years, but all the years in Indiana with a major injury. So him, him yeah, with the rib, bruised right. ribs or whatever that happened to him in the middle of the game or at, at yeah. the end of the game. That might make me take a little pause. Can this guy hold up through an NFL season? Aside from that, no. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm looking now. Um, just. Uh, I mean, he still had 255 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Um, but he threw the ball 51 times. Like, good lord. He's a workhorse. 
Yeah, he he definitely they is. Right. Their offense runs through Michael Penix. And that's the way they got uh, a nice running back. Excuse me, fellas. They got that nice running back. He got hurt, remember, uh, in the um, in the Texas game. And he, he got hurt early on in this game in the first quarter, really after the first play. So that kind of slowed down the little bit of uh, change up that they had. So, of course, he was going to throw it 50-plus times. Like I said, for what it was, for the defense they went against, you know what I'm saying? We knew that at the end of the day, Michigan was probably going to come in more talented. I think Washington played as well as – now, they had some missed opportunities. Let's not act like they didn't. I think that one to Rome uh, O'Doons early on in the game on that first drive, he makes that catch. The game might be different if they score that first yeah. drive. I'm saying because it's going to force Michigan to now be a little bit more conservative in their play calling because now they're playing essentially still 0-0. You know what I'm saying? They know that Washington can score on them too. I think it would have kind of shipped up how they called their offense based upon the fact that they wouldn't have been as immediately confident in what their defense, you know what I'm saying, uh, was doing. But even though you can't really say that in a way because a true football coach is going to look at that wide open, a true defensive coach, is not going to look at that drop as a win. They're going to look at that shit as a 60-yard game. Like, how the fuck did he get that? So, you know what I'm saying? It was really up to Washington to really capitalize on that drive. They didn't. And because of that, I think they never really recovered. Yeah, um, I I I concur with you on on a lot of the points that you said. Just from the mere fact of it's those ins and outs that really explain how we got here. And, and truth be told, when you break down the game in that way, it's not just as simple as even the commentators uh, break it down. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of why we do what we do here. But I think the reality of how you look at the way that. Michigan played versus Washington. I think the stark difference for me was Washington faced an athletic defense that they hadn't really seen all year. Um, when you look at the at the defensive line and, and you look at the defense overall in the big in the uh, Pac-12, outside of maybe Utah and Oregon, I can't say that I that that I seen a lot of fast defense being played in the Pac-12 this year. And y'all know I, I watched a lot of Pac-12. I mean, hell, look at, you know, it's a low-point example, but look at the way that uh, Colorado played even against Colorado State. Mm-hmm. Their defense wasn't really that much of anything that was fast hit, that almost hit as fast as offensive players did. And, and I think that on that stage, yes, there is a certain amount of pressure, but the reality is, you know, they hadn't really been tested in that way before. And that ultimately is why they didn't really know how to respond. You know what I'm saying? Like Oregon, I give Oregon their allies. Oregon ain't necessarily the, the definition of defense, but they do always have fast players who uh, who are track stars and, and bar burners. But the difference is playing that on the front seven versus having your secondary play like that. If, if I'm if I'm, I'm uh, making sense to y'all, you know, um, like like a lot of Oregon style especially uh, just historically, but specifically uh, in these last few years, just have big, not necessarily slow, but big offensive linemen that you get out of the West Coast, um, out of your Oklahomas and all the way out to 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 uh, Island of Samoa and stuff like that. And then you play fast on the secondary, which we saw them dominate against Colorado. So you put them in a matchup with Washington. Washington took advantage because their, 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 uh, their receiving court was just faster. 
and they were able to uh to get around certain things that, that Oregon could do. But when you got guys who can really run, because Michigan recruits a lot out of the South. Um, they recruit a lot out of the South. Out well, of the South and out of the East Coast. Yeah. You know, they recruit a lot out of it. Their DB that was that was cooking. Um, mm-hmm. Michigan and Ohio State, bro, they, they recruit out here very much so. So when you see players playing the way they did, yeah, bro. It's it's no it's no question. I'm not saying they don't have anybody from the Midwest, but I am saying that that culture is definitely there. So that that really was the reason I think the Washington got dominated the way that they did, and and, and it showed um, when when Washington kind of got winded. Michigan ain't really let up. They scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. You know, what I'm saying by that time Washington hadn't scored a touchdown in two quarters. I want to say it was. I think they scored once in the second quarter or Yeah, yeah. they scored they scored a touchdown in this game in the second quarter. After that, it was field goals and they were gassed. And you could see it. So yeah. um, let me ask y'all this. Mm-hmm. Winning national cha- and y'all know the question. You won a national championship, you had the success you had, but you have that unfulfilled success or that unfulfilled potential at the next level. If you're Jim Harbaugh. Do you leave Michigan now for the NFL? You know that Redskins job is that. I mean, excuse me, Commander job is waiting for you. You know it's waiting. Well, for you. they saying uh, they saying that. We want to be more, in DC. They say what he looks they? more. He's looking uh, more towards the Chargers job. So here's I, you know, I, I, I just know the fans out there, but yeah, the Chargers are very attractive too. And you know what he does with quarterbacks. You, we we can go through the list of quarterbacks that he's coached. But I feel you. If Belichick's available, I might be kicking the tires on him before I go to go to Harbaugh, but I feel I uh I've thought about this for a while. Hold on, go, go ahead. before you go though, Dev, I, I need to elaborate more. You would go to a 71-year-old Belichick. It's not like Jim Harbaugh had he was a one-year success in San Francisco. They were good. They were consistently good. But Belichick, Belichick is him. Belichick is him? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Belichick. Well, Belichick, Belichick is him. Belichick is more of a foggy him than Phil Jackson. And that's a foggy him. No, the only problem with Belichick is that he's not he's not a good uh, GM. He's not the way good, I describe hymns, bro, when I look at hymns, it's guys who have that same success and they're able to replicate it. What does your coaching tree look like? The guys who come from up under you, what success have they had after they left you? What that's not fair. That's not that's not no, fair. No, no. I feel like because here's what I'm saying. Bro, here's why. I feel like you you before before you, before you go, can I, can you I, can I, can I, just let me give you this point and tell me what you feel. The more you get a coach, I feel like you you'll understand. When you're a coach, especially a head coach, part of your job is preparing guys who want to go to the next level the same way you're preparing players. These guys coach under you for a reason. It's the same reason that when you get to a certain level in your career, you start to be selective with where you apply to. Because right. you're the one bringing and you're expecting them to pour something into you that it's not you just need a job at this point. You know, so when you get to that level of the NFL coaching and you've already made hundreds of thousands of dollars in assistant. Of course, you're when you you want to go under Bill Belichick is you don't just want to. You know, it's not even about the players. You're expecting that whatever he does is going to come 
full circle for you, and you're going to be able to have success there, and then continue that success on as you move on throughout your career. So let me let me push back a little bit on that. I, I hear what you're saying, but I think that there are factors in the NFL that you have to account for that honestly are the differences between, you know, just flat out winners and losers. Um, free agency, salary caps, uh, um, just the overall business of the NFL does dictate a lot of what happens on the field. And I think that while, yes, you can be prepared on the books, to know whatever you need to know, but if your owner isn't spending money, if you're not in an attractive market to to uh, recruit certain free agents, if your GM isn't drafting, there's a lot of factors that go into it outside of the autonomy that you have at the college level. So I, I, I hear you, but there are certain factors that we've just never seen it replicated on the pro level because it's a lot different to do. I mean, you look at Bill Parcells, right? Bill, Par- truth be told, Belichick comes off of the Bill Parcells tree. Bill, luckily, Bill got with an owner who just bought the team and wanted to win at all costs. He spent whatever money he had to spend, this, that, and the third. We saw what happened when he went to the Jets. He wasn't with an owner that was willing to do that, and he didn't have success. Same thing with Pete Carroll. He gets to the Seahawks. They have an owner that wants to spend money to win at all costs, and they do. So the while I hear you, yes, on, on the X's and O's part, you're a million percent correct. But there is a factor of the business of football that holds back a lot of teams. Because I don't think there are a lot of but, bad okay, coaches out there. I understand what you're saying, right? But then you got a guy who may not have had as much individual success so far because he's still coaching. But look at Andy Reid's coaching tree, bro. And it's, it's NFL, too. You got Sean McDermott, his record in the NFL so far, 62 and 35. John Harbaugh, a Super Bowl winner. Matt Nagy with some shit. But mm-hmm. you got Doug Peterson, another Super Bowl winner. Ron Rivera, who's been a head coach, who's had decent, he's had Super Bowl appearance and decent success, but just longevity as a head coach. Todd Bowles, who's still a head coach. Like, come on, bro. But, you're, but, but okay, the guys who had success landed in organizations where success is the standard. Oh. By, no, no, but just, just here, success is. No, 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 bro. Wait, wait, hold on, wait a minute. Who who was in Carolina? Give me an example of Carolina. Rivera. Ron Rivera. Okay, okay, Ron Rivera. He's off of the uh all right, so that's an outlier. But the other guys, so I think one to the highest level, the Ravens success is a standard. The Philadelphia Eagles success is a standard. Some of these other guys with jobs, they get it. Truth be told, think about it. Your top assistant usually is gonna get the shit job that the next person just got fired for. I, mean, I would agree with that if Dan Campbell didn't make the same fucking lines that uh, uh, Matt Patricia had looked hella fucking good with a no offense, but, but they but they but they drafted well, yeah, and, and I think Patricia's and I think ass. I think that yeah, I, th- I think that there's no, I think I think that there are outliers that I don't think that you're a hundred percent wrong, but I do think that there are instances where um, you have good coaches that are in really bad situations, and that happens more times than none because typically good coaches get bad teams to coach and are told, Here, we fuck this up. You fix it, and well, you have two years well, to fix it. Well, look at the Broncos. And is what look it at is. the Broncos after fucking which one called? After John, John, John Elway, or no, huh? John Fox, John Fox. No, nothing. No, after uh, McDaniel's, John Fox took that to a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah but they also had, they also had a top three quarterback. They also had a top three quarterback in his prime, like right, but, Peyton. No. 
saying, I'm not saying, but I'm saying if Joshua Davis had any sort of success while he was there, he would have been there. When oh, yeah, 100 percent, 100 percent, yeah. Yeah, he well, he, he got so, fired for cheating, but Bill I but I, success is solely tied to a one Thomas. Uh, I don't remember his middle name, Brady. Patrick Brady. Patrick Brady. Anybody says and Thomas Patrick Brady is not his success is not solely tied to fucking Bill Belichick because he won another Super Bowl and they were still good as fuck until he retired. They they were. I mean, shit. They just got old last year. Or he got old. Oh, I'm it's just, sorry. What it, it, is. it seems more one sided than the other. I I don't know if it's if it's that. I do think a couple of things happened with the Patriots. I think, truth be told, the Patriots' problem was Belichick could coach, but he could not be as good of a GM as he once was. That's really where I think they fucked up. They should have gotten another GM that could scout the talent, and then he get them there. Like Belichick wasn't drafting Hall of Famers anymore. I can't think outside of Stephon. No, he didn't even draft Stephon Gilmore, did he? No. No. Um, he got uh, Stephon in free agency. Who was the last too. guy that he drafted that was like that? He hasn't drafted a pro bowler in this decade in, or the last. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, he did. Uh, Gronkowski. Gronkowski, yeah, that's what he said. Uh, uh, he, was, he drafted him the last was nine or ten. That was 11. Might have been 10. It was 11. Okay. Yeah. Um but, but yeah, so 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 that's what I really think has been his issue. Now, Brady did mask a lot of that for sure. But I think the bigger issue like with that. Belichick is not his coaching, it's his uh skills as a GM. But regardless of all that, Nar, you asked the question where where what would if I'm Harbaugh, what would I do? Yeah, I stay. I stay. Really? I, yeah, I, I think I, the money's NFL money's got the back. You're gonna get the same money in Michigan that you would in the NFL. He's gonna get 120 million in the NFL. No, because that's what Michigan is giving him. Ten years, 120 million. I think the NFL team. Uh, I think the NFL team will push towards that. Honestly, push towards. I, mean, I, mean, I, I think. I, mean, I, think I think a team like the Commanders with new ownership, the hype around that to build around paying coach 120 million. I don't think he gets. I don't think he gets coach 120 million. I don't think he gets paid the 120 off rip. Bro, listen. The reason why is. The the new ownership is trying to make a shakeup, bro. You know what I'm saying? They want they want to bring not only butts in the seats, bro. They're trying to. Could you imagine the landing of a national championship winning coach who's already had success in the NFL? It would be crazy, especially for a team that's been starving for any sort of postseason success. Whether it even just be going to the NFC championship. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So. I feel like that a team like no every team in the, in the Chargers may not pay 120 million. They may feel like they have a roster that's good enough right now to get a different coach that may not be as expensive. But I think there is one team out there that would possibly do that. And I truly think you know what, Nar. You know what? I'm actually going to lean towards you being right. Or but for the for the for the I fact of. The Falcons are out there too. Arthur Blank ain't shot with that check, right? He not and, and thank yo. Yo, come on, man. We here. I haven't. Um, I've never seen Arthur Brink break off any coach that much money. But I also saw. Coach. Off that's what I'm saying. This is a different situation. This is not. Yeah, that, that's yeah. You're coming in with cachet, like I th- you're I coming think, in with a championship. Listen, I think the most, different. the most, the most attractive job for Harbaugh will be that Chargers job. You I gotta, think the most attractive job. Well, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. 
you got you got a you got some great players, some key pieces on offense and on defense, and you know you have like the right balance with veterans and the young guys. You put in a guy uh, a guy with experience like Harbaugh at the coaching position, who's succeeded at the NFL coaching uh, position. Why not? Well, I think if Harbaugh, for me at least, if I'm him, I think the smarter thing to do is go NFC. So you go AFC, you got to worry about your brother. You got to worry about the whole AFC North. All four. Uh, all four, yeah. All four. You got to worry about the Dolphins, the Bills. That's six teams. You got to worry about the Chiefs. The Chiefs will be in your division. Uh, right, but I'm just saying you got to worry about the Chiefs. Well, I'm just you putting a bullet on it because it'll be in your division. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You uh, you got to worry about the 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 Jaguars Jets, and the Texans. And no, Jets. you can go to sleep on on, on Jaguar. No, nah, I don't think so. I think I, no, I think it's I'm one year. That's on a Jaguar. one year outlier. Let's yeah. not let's not be as reactive as we were when we just threw oh, praise. No, I, mean, I think it's a one year outlier. You missed the playoffs. Yeah, yes, it happens. I don't here. I feel you. I don't want to hear it either, but I feel you. Um, so y'all were up the Jaguars. That's what ten teams. Yeah. First, you go to the NFC. You got to worry about Cowboys, Eagles, the whole NFC West outside of the Cardinals. So that's five teams. The Lions. The Lions. The Packers. The Packers. I do. I, I will give the Packers that. And and, and fuck the NFC South as a, as a whole record as a record label. And as a crew. And as a crew. I think the easier job is to take an NFC job because your hurdles are going to be a lot smaller. The AFC is the South job. Take yeah. Falcons job. Yeah. Take, take a, hey, look, look, look. I Get you a couple about, divisional I, I, banners. East too. Fuck it, because I think Harbaugh could do it. He could get that conference. Yeah, no, I just, I just think it's way, 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 way too many cooks in the kitchen in the AFC to where you struggle to get in the play. It's only seven slots in the play. But you don't have a quarterback, dog, and it's Everything is a hard road when you don't. They have, have the number two overall. They the number two, and it, I'm not sold that the Bears ain't trading number one. Right, right. The Bears trade that number. Now, nah, who's you have to give up? But but who's blowing? Who cares? Actually, no. If I'm the Bears, I'm gonna make you give me your second round pick because I'm only going to pick number two. I'm gonna right. give me your second round pick. I'm gonna go get Marvin Harrison. Exactly. I'm going to get Marvin Harrison number one because I already got Justin Fields. Yeah, I think I'm it's Harrison, stupid if the Bears give up Harrison. on Justin Fields. Yeah, it's stupid. To, I get out the arrow. That's the scenario, bro. Watch the Bears be stupid if they don't force Washington to give them that second round pick or tell them just to spite y'all, we'll draft Caleb Williams. Fuck you. Yes. Or or you could do or they could do or they could do this. Bears could um uh, say, hey, listen, you trade us the second pick. We'll give you Justin Fields. You'll take him, and we'll take uh, both Caleb and Marvin Harrison. Why not? Because I think Justin Fields isn't looked at as highly regarded. Like, no, he's still worth the first rounder. I, so I think he is too. But, but I think Washington, I don't think Washington. If I'm watching, no, because I can bring a, I can bring a kid back home. Why would I do that? And I can sell tickets off of bringing a kid. For you to go get Caleb and Marvin, exactly. And why would I do that? And I could bring a kid home, and I could sell T-shirts off of that alone. Okay, yeah, because you're. I'm forced to pick it up. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? Even if I, even if I, let's say I can't, because what? 
I'm gonna keep it real. I understand how talented this Caleb Williams kid is, but why is everybody acting like he's just the Jesus? No, Christ? no, no, no. He's not in the Bears who have a potentially good quarterback. Come on, bro. Sam Howell is not it. I'm taking my chance. No, 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 no. I'm talking, I'm talking about for, for the field, not not for Washington. I'm talking about for the rest of the field. Like Caleb Williams, he's the the field's really jumping. It's no, just he talking about he talking about I, listen, I think it would be clear cut if he was the next if if the and we're gonna get back to college football, y'all. Just give us a second. But some of the inconsistencies decision making wise, not being as accurate, even though the ball pause looks pretty. If something no, he, can, he can throw that bitch. Huh? He can throw that bitch, but I think no, he can definitely he, throw it. But if some of that wasn't there, then you wouldn't have that doubt that you have like huh. It, I, I'm just not a hundred percent miss on a quarterback I already had. Right, like I, I just yeah. don't like. Look, if he's drafted last year, okay, but the he, but he's clearly regressed in some regards this year. Like, he clearly regressed, and he's still the number one My pick. Is this? No, Justin Fields didn't win, didn't win Heisman, but when you look at the throws, especially some of those throws that uh, he had at Ohio State in that playoff game, bro, yeah, he doesn't throw it. That much better than Justin Fields does. He don't thank bro. Come, thank you, bro. He is not that much better than Justin Fields, especially when you factor in the learning curve of the pros. We exactly. saw a lot of quarterbacks look. Already been a part of two years. He's already, and on top of that, bro, he's already growing thick skin, going through a, a big city media. Like Come Chicago. on, man. Got bad coaching and still look good. Like, come oh, on, bro. man. Like, 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 like come on, bro. And, and, and look, how many times have we seen college quarterbacks look like that? And then they get to the NFL not, and I'm they be saying, assistant coaches. Not, I'm not saying it's not that you can't do it or something like that, but a lot of, not, in some games I've seen, you know, I saw especially losses, Caleb Williams looks very emotional after games. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's something that in the NFL, bro, if you're the number one pick, you have to be prepared to go to a team like Bryce Young just didn't take all those fucking else and look terrible, and everybody wondered if you should even be in the league when it's really not your fault. You just don't have it's any not. time to throw it to, and even if you do have time, you don't have anyone to throw it to. Exactly. Because you just like traded college, away the right? number one weapon to get. They say like college. You don't recruit five stars in the NFL, to your point, bro. Right. Yeah. About so, mm -hmm. so I, I just, I'm just not sure that the Bears should give up on a young guy like Justin Fields to take a chance on a guy who's a year younger than him, staying uh, in college for what? Or two years younger than him for what? I don't, I don't disagree. I, I don't think they should get rid of him, but it is an option that's on the table. Yeah, Man, I, I would pick Justin. I would pick Justin Fields. What I know about Justin Fields now, I would trade the number one pick. I'd get. You know, whatever I can get for probably a first rounder and maybe two seconds or whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And I would parlay that into building a really good team, drafting well, and building a, a really good team around Justin Fields. Maybe I, you can get a high yeah. pick, you know. I'll do you one better, Dale. And I'm not bullshitting trying to make none, but I guess this will kind of go. Uh, uh, viral or whatever case may be, because I saw the the conversation between the former uh, GM of the Vikings talking about who would he take Justin Field or um, Caleb Williams or insert quarterback from every draft. From what I saw in college, 
in the big game moments, I got to preface all this. Caleb is more talented, but I feel like Justin handled the bigger moment better than Caleb did. One, Justin got to the bigger moment. True. Two, Justin Fields never looked or or or, or rattled or did a lot of uh, high risk, high reward bullshit in college. And yeah, Caleb looks prettier. But if you asking me for what we're trying to do to build a winner, I don't give a fuck about pretty. Even though Justin Fields does play the game very pretty, I I, I fuck. Look, if you if they don't appreciate you in Chicago, my boy. <laughs> Pittsburgh, baby. My boy. Come on. Come on. Hey, you know, the, the, first three teams, the first three teams in reality in the draft need a – well, don't need a quarterback. You talking about Joe. But could potentially draft a quarterback with the Bears, Washington, and New England. With – Now, if Joe I'm New England. Out of New England, the Bears have a chance to do some funny shit. What if they traded the number two pick to rack up on some extra shit and then traded the number two pick to New England for the number three pick? Hey, <laughs> if I'm New England, I'm selling the statue that Tom Brady will get to get that number one pick. Now, if you're New England, yeah, you need Caleb Williams. That's a fact. Very That's true. a fact. You need that. You need his ass. For what sure. Well, we don't know who's going to be the next head coach, but, you know. Yeah, but we're, we're, we're going to get to that are you you're so you're trading that pick guaranteed to Washington? Yes, I'm trading that pick to whomever can doing? give me the king's ransom. Yes, okay. I'm drafting Marvin Harrison at two. No, here's what I would do: I would trade that pick to a team, to, probably to to Washington. Give me the number two pick. I'm drafting Marvin Harrison. And then I'm going to need your second-round pick, and I'm building an offensive line to protect my investment in Justin Fields. Your defense is already like that. The Bears' defense is like that. It's good enough. Get a line that will protect him, and I would just go offensive line, offensive line, skill position, skill position, and and then we're straight. If it's me, just in case Caleb Williams is really like that, I'm trading him outside of my conference, so I'll turn him to New England first. That's fair. I can, that. I, I, I can fuck with that because I still could probably get Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison being gone in two. Well, it depends on who has him at two. Well, Washington, who's the, who's they go get Drake May, Jaden Daniels, yeah, they might or Michael Pitts. Do they go get? Yeah, I think I think regardless, the first two picks are probably going to be quarterbacks because. Okay, so let's say that happens, right? Let's just, let's just have some fun. Let's say Bears traded to New England. New England has number one. We know they take Caleb Williams. Now Washington's at number two. Do they go Drake May, Jaden Daniels, or Michael Pennings? Um, Jaden Daniels. Because I think I think SEC ball probably prepares you the most for the pros uh, environment-wise. He won the Heisman, and I think that Jaden Daniels showed that despite the adversity that LSU can do, he's the kind of guy that you want to rally around with the team that's kind of building up because he built up with, I mean, think about it. He's clearly resilient from the way that they left him out. And obviously football is not a game's one in stories, but he's resilient from the fact of, look, his own teammates said, fuck him. He ain't going to be shit. And he came back and won the Heisman nine months later. Yes, I would do it. And that's a guy that's going to play with a chip on his shoulder. I would do it. Drake May. Look, man. 
Trubisky threw me off. Thank, thank you. Uh, come on, come on, come on. We here, we here, we here. Thank you. Yes, see. bro. I just don't I give see. a fuck. I gotta see it. And and then and then uh, who was the other option? Bo Nix. No, uh, Michael. No, no, Michael Penix. That's what Penix is the good option. Penix, well, I tell you this Penix played the most pro style offense. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. In today's game, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm he played talking, the most. Boy, it's accurate. It's like, yeah, I, oh, Penix I, like, is not a bad choice. Field, bro. At every level of the field, from the check down to the deep pass, bro, he's accurate. And, 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 let, me, and let me add on to, to that, too. From the other aspect, he's a senior senior. So you don't have to worry about a lot of that immature stuff that you come in there having to curb and, and teach them that these 21-year-old kids are getting drafted. That dude like 24 years old. He does, but you have better protection. Watch the offensive line wasn't really getting eaten up like that. No. Not this year. Yeah, they, they offensive line wasn't bad. I hurt either year, Washington. No, no, no. What, the, the, the commanders. They offensive line wasn't oh, yeah. terrible. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. Um, And shit, you draft to help that out. If you know that, if if you're really look, one thing I can say is this: whether he's a small owner or not, as I alluded to it last year, there's one thing that Magic Johnson don't do is invest in something he's gonna lose at. So whatever way he got to get people in there, there's gonna be football guys to make this right. You can bet that if the the outright owners of the Washington Commanders don't know football, look for one. So (laughs) they they look they have. A guy in there that at least knows what because he did it in baseball. Once he got to the Dodgers, they started spending money like crazy because he knows. So you know, I think that they do have that to lean on. But we'll we'll see. Obviously, we got we got a lot that we could talk about with the draft um, going forward. Um, Bernard, let's before we get out of college basketball or college football, man. Y'all see his background. Let me go ahead. Y'all see his background. Yeah, yeah fucking background. Y'all see his background. You're missing the chip. Y'all see his background. Nar, you want me to play it? You don't have to play the fight song. Unless you have a no. Huh? I got you. I thought you was going to do end of the road, but okay. <laughs> you know what would have been worse is if he would have played that vitamin C song, the graduation song. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Bro. Oh man, today on this day that we're announcing it on January well 11th, January 10th, actually. It was announced when the news came out, yeah. Nick Saban has decided to step down from Alabama as the all-time winningest coach in championships in college, I believe. Yeah, seven. And uh, and he and he's he's retired. 
Nard, he's been the blueprint and inspiration to you wanting to be a coach. So I'm going to let you have the floor. He's Timothy. He is Timothy. No slander will be allowed in this segment. We're not doing that. Not to the greats. Not to the GOAT. He is the greatest college football coach ever. He is one of the greatest football coaches ever. Ever. Seven of them things. Seven. Overall record. 206 and 29. 23 bowl game appearances with 16 victories. 10 SEC West titles, 9 SEC championships, and 6 national championships. 3 came in the BCS, 3 came in the college football play. He dominated every era of college football that was possible for his lifetime. Also up in Toledo. Let's not forget that. He brought the back championship. True. I think 26 seasons he coached. He never had a losing season. The worst, he had two 500 seasons at Michigan State. From mm-hmm. 2008 up until his retirement, Alabama, Nick Saban's team spent all or part of each season ranked in at least the top four of every poll. Mm-hmm. From 2008 until he retired every single season. Mm-hmm. When we talk about greatness, a lot of guys would have thought that, well, how did Alabama win? It was running. Yeah, of course they ran the ball. But what, what did we know Alabama for? fucking defense. True. And when Kirby Smart would have left, you would have thought you would have thought that it all left with him as a defensive coordinator. When you saw the success that Jordan was having, you would have thought that that was the, that what everybody was saying. Alabama's broken up. Can Nick Saban do it without Kirby? They built it together. That bull still brought home championships, one of which was against Kirby. The man is the greatest coach to ever step on a college football field. To do it at a time where recruiting was at all-time high. Before, what it, this is not recruiting anymore. This is not what they're doing. This is not recruiting. When it was about the success that you had and the potential success that you could bring to this kid, not only at your school, but when he leaves, this man did it and did it against the best. I'm looking for the stat or the exact number, but he has more wins. And this is and here's the funny thing. Everybody talks about the national championships and victories, this, that, the third. Alabama during his tenure has more wins against ranked teams than any school in college football history. So we're not just talking about Somebody getting five stars and they have the best team. They're just beating a bunch of cupcakes 12 years, 12 games out of the season every year. No, he has the most wins against ranked teams in college football history. You put the best of the best out there, and they're going to lose to Nick. That's how it went. That was his career. They never lost. Not a single one of his teams since 2011 lost more than two games in a regular season. 
no three lost teams. You know what that is? Ten wins every single year. You can bet on it. There's not a person who who came as a freshman that left as a senior that hasn't won a national championship. These are things we're talking about. What was the Texas ain't won one since what? Oh eight. My, oh, six, oh, five, one, oh, five. Since what, 2001? 2000? Was it 2000? 2001. 2001. Texas 05, Miami was 01. So we're talking about this man had classes. Some had two. But if you've been there four years, you got at least one. That type of shit is ridiculous. And honestly, I promise you, if Kirby Smart didn't start out the role that he is already starting on, I would think that we'd never see it again. But I do believe that Kirby Smart is just of that help. There's very few that are cut from that cloth that will ever be able to do it at this level with that type of consistency. And I want to say, I want to say that we'll never see another Nick. Because we won't. Not the way it's been done, because now it's different, of course, Kirby's paying guys too. It's just the name of the game. We'll never see it the way Nick did it. We'll never see that again. And so it was for, for me to be able to, because I'm my fan. You know what I'm saying? 100% through and through, that's my team. But to me, it's not about, I just, I, to me, football's always been bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? Because I am a coach. I love coaching. It's what I do. It's what I have a passion for. So when I see somebody go about it the right way, this shit ain't got to do with location, colors, team history. This is about doing it the right way. Attention to detail. We over me. That's the type of shit that wins. And when you truly believe that the simple shit wins, and if you just, bro, it's so crazy because when you uh, and there's plenty of players to talk about, but one, um, it's funny because we all talk about coaching trees and stuff like that. Uh, a, a coach, Adam, uh, a coach, a player, Adam Mitchell, he plays for Texas now, but he played at Georgia, and he was talking about when he, uh, I don't know, it was one of the national champions. I think it was the first. One. It was either the first or second one. He caught a big touchdown or whatever. And he said he didn't even know that that touchdown put them up in the game. No, it was, the, it was the semifinal because he was so locked in. It was going against Ohio State because he was so locked in. He didn't even know what the score was because Kirby had them so locked in to win every play and the outcome will be the outcome. And he got that from Nick Saban. Nick Saban did plenty of interviews and things where he referenced that, bro. You, it's about the play. You never, it's not about the score. It's not about the score. If you win every play, man on man, do your job, win your assignment. That you can't lose the game. So losing or winning shouldn't be a thought, except for in this moment right now. Getting off the ball, getting your hands on that, getting your hands on the man in front of you faster. That is the shit that wins games, bro. And that's what a lot of people get confused when they see a lot of people that had success and shit like that, bro. They don't understand that it is truly the most minute of details. When you pay attention to them. And you work them like what you think is the big shit, like you think the 60-yard passes. When you when you working your release off the line, the way that you're the way that these players are, are, are working, I mean, they're working certain shit, brother, in, in terms of what we saw, bro. So I'm proud that I got to see it. I'm glad that my son got to see the tail end of it. 
And we ain't never gonna see nothing like you, bro. And we it ain't never gonna be, bro. You expected Alabama win. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I don't give a fuck who was good that year. Who would you expected Alabama to win the SEC and you expected them to win the national championship up until the to, to the to the to the fucking three zeros on the clock in the fourth quarter and they lost. Then it was like, damn. But then that next season, you know who we thought was going to be number one again? Alabama. fucking Bama. And you know what probably happened that year if they lost the year before? They probably won it. That's just the way that shit went. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him for doing it while he's in good health, understanding that at that time, it's just not for him anymore. He didn't want to push the envelope. He said this season for him was a grind. And somebody said, uh, I put it in a group chat with uh, some of the guys I coached with, and one of the coaches said, when I put the he retired, he said, Alabama's just not the same anymore. And I said, bro, imagine being so good that you lose in the national championship semifinal, a 14 playoff, and they say you just ain't the same no more. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Nick Saban, bro. Shout out to his wife, Miss Terry, for holding him down, holding him down, bro. You know, so, you know, enjoy your retirement. Nobody deserves it more than you do. You said what? Yeah. I said nobody deserves it more than you do. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <clears throat> and real talk, bro. I don't want to shit. Uh, I'm not shitting on this year's winner because I think ultimately Jim Harbaugh is, is him. But to walk out as the standard instead of a broken down version of yourself, it's different, different, bro. It's different, it's different. You are the standard. It's different. I'm as much sorry, as as Bill. much as I didn't want to say that. If you're gonna retire off of L, that's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? They say this is his best coaching job. You can argue it was. I think Nar, Nar alluded to that last time bro, we recorded. Look at look where the team was, bro. You didn't know who was who. You didn't know who should be starting. But he made one great decision. After he saw those other two guys, he was like, fuck it, we'll live and die with Jasmine Milton. He may not be what we've had in previous years, but I know for a fact that I'm not going to play them one more second. He'll get a second shot before they even get a half of their first. Because he knew after that U.S. seven game, Jalen Miller was the best quarterback on his roster. They eat that victory out. He shouldn't have been benched for that game. You know what I'm saying? And after that, they, they did. And that's bro. If you look at it, he he was like fucking. What did what did Bruce Lee say? Be water. Don't be the cup. Mm-hmm. Be water. You should be able to flow through anything. Alabama beat Texas with Marcel Darius and them. Big boys. Terrence Cole and all that. The game started changing. The game started getting faster. He started recruiting guys. First bunch that we really saw that was Julio. Julio Jones was really the game changer when we really started seeing Alabama go down the field for real. And that was, and that was still early. But he was the he was the okay. We we see that, you know what I'm saying? Nick Saban kind of had to do those things. You know what I'm saying? And it was kind of it, it was just watching the quarterbacks go from Matt Jones. I mean, not Matt Jones, excuse me. Uh, AJ McCarron and all those guys to Jalen Hurst to Tua to Bryce Young, you know, so up until the Mac Jones bullshit. But just to see the development and the change of him and his philosophy of the game in order to continue winning and not be one of those guys who was stuck to what he was stuck to, you know what I'm saying? The only thing he was stuck to was, was figuring out a way to win this motherfucking game. 
And if they're going to play fast, then we got to play faster. And that's I can't the, say the Mac Jones bullshit. Didn't Mac Jones win a national championship? Yeah. Well, you know, I just – yeah. Look, he wasn't like that in the pros, but – I mean, well, it hasn't been yet. But Mac Jones is all right. Okay. I think that's his. I, I think that's the, the uh, Bill Belichick doing. Uh, yeah, didn't he? Coaches. Wasn't he a Pro Bowler his second year or some shit like that? <laughs> yeah, they won the. Uh, <laughs> they went to the playoffs and got stumped. Yeah, no, Mac Mac Jones, all right. but I get what you're saying. He, it was it was a little bit of a dip off in, in talent. I get that. Um, that that being said, um. Yeah, I think I think I think Nara put it perfectly, bro. Uh, there's really not nothing else that need to really be said. Uh, he walks but off. Just think about the great throw. The think about the run that Urban Meyer had. You know what I'm saying? Think about the run that Dabo had. Well, well, hold on. Let me pause you there. Let's t- let's talk about it. He can You can argue. He disrupted what would have possibly been an Alabama dynasty of Florida. Think about it. He he beat them boys, right? In the uh, yep. 09 SEC Championship, beat them. Uh-huh. And then after that, Cam Newton transfers, which halts everything, and then Urban Meyer retires, and Florida ain't been right since. That's one dynasty, one potential dynasty he knocked down. Nice. Then he ended Mac Brown at Texas. <laughs> That's another notch. Then he ends Les Miles at Texas or at LSU. Ends that bullshit run that Auburn went on. It ends ends the Auburn shit, which although Auburn was always a thorn in his spine, I ain't gonna say that. But that's a rivalry game. That is the. But they never won the the, uh, the SEC West after that again. After which year? Cam. Auburn, yeah, they did. When did Auburn win the SEC West? They went to the national championship, not. Against Florida, I mean Florida State. Oh, yeah, that year, yes, sir, yes, sir. That's more yeah, yes, 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 And and yeah. um and they won it in 2010 with Cam. Or, that's what I said. No, okay. no, that's what he was talking about. He's talking about the Cam year, and I think they won it that year. They played UCF in the Sugar Bowl or some shit. Because they played in the SC Championship, and Bama got up something like that. It, it does. It doesn't matter. He ended that. You while well, you look that up. Um. Let me see. What else happened? Um, I'm just thinking about all the runs. Florida State's run. Um, well, they didn't ever meet, but um, Urban again at Ohio State couldn't sustain, and and Bama had always been there. Oh, let's not forget his biggest rivals since he's been there, who were also on his staff at one point. He stopped the trains of Lane Kiffin and Jimbo Fisher. While he was there, <laughs> let's not forget he did that. Um, and then his, you could say his most formidable opponent has been, you know, has been the student in the master thing with uh, with uh, Kirby Smart. Yeah, which Kirby's the only one that really pushed him there. Um, but yeah, that motherfucker's really came through like Thanos, man, and just took shit over. For the better part of 20 years. I mean, shit, he got to Alabama literally going into the second half of my junior year in high school and was there all the way till I'm a dad of two and married in my 30s. 
and he's been kicking ass. Shout out to him, man. Shout, shout out to him. He's literally the great. It's probably the greatest coaching performance of our lifetime. Absolutely. Uh, I'm thinking. Hold on. Yeah, between him and Belichick. Yeah, yeah. They're the the standards. Yeah. Yeah. So, salute to the goat. Um, I think that there should be an award named after him, but I don't know what award you would name after him because how the fuck do you measure that greatness for a single season? What the fuck do you put? Um, can, can we talk about the lineage and the tenure of just all world players for a second? Yes, absolutely. We talked about it in the group chat, but I just want to kind of bring the group chat oh, to the right, people. For sure. Um, bring, so they did a, a, a Nick Saban's all time offense and all time defense on them, the all time guys. And then we'll go to the, on uh, the list of some of the guys who didn't make it. So okay. receivers, they have Julio Jones, Devontae Smith, and Mari Cooper against uh, across the offensive line, and left tackle RJ Smith, left guard Chance Warmack. Uh, center Ryan Kelly, right guard Barry Jones, right tackle Alex Leatherwood. At tight end, if you don't remember OJ Howard, how he used to do things, boy. OJ Howard, QB, they got Tua, running back Derrick Henry. Nick Saban's all time defense. At uh, free safety, they got Mark Barron, uh, strong safety Landon Collins, CJ Mosley, uh, at, at left outside linebacker Dante Hightower. At one of the inside backers, Rolando McClain, who was so much of a dog at the other inside linebacker, and then Will Anderson, who's the rookie out of Houston doing his thing, but is obviously one of the Alabama greats uh, at the other outside linebacker. Quentin Williams, another young player at D tackle. Uh, Marcus Spears, who actually um, played for Nick Saban at LSU, not Alabama, but uh, Jonathan Allen at the other D line, Minka Fitzpatrick at the corner, and Dre Kirkpatrick at the other corner, which is very arguable, because if you look at, look at, here's some of the guys who did not make the list, all right? You got uh, Jerry Judy, Ruben Foster, who was a pure animal, Patrick Sertain, Calvin Ridley, Reggie Ragland, Courtney Upshaw, Trent Richardson, Matt Wilson, Trey DuPriest, Mark Ingram, Najee Harris, uh, Let's keep Josh, going. That other list: Brian Robinson, Xavier McKinney, Jameer Gibbs, uh, Jonathan Michi, uh, Irv Smith, Jamison Williams, Landon Dickerson, Raekwon Davis, Marlon Humphrey. Uh, oh my goodness, bro! It is so Josh, Josh Jacobs. Richardson. Yeah, bro. And I said Josh Jacobson. Oh, you did. Oh, the bro. other Josh Allen. Well, I don't know. Jalen Waddle. Oh my goodness, bro. Yeah. Basically, I got three letters for you. NFL. All right. <laughs> That's what it is. It is the pipeline to the NFL. Yeah. He's different, man. Um he's 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 different. I would want no other coach in history uh leading a team out to 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 uh to battle. I would want no other coach leading the team out to battle in the college football uh, realm other than Nick Saban. That's it. 
put him against the field. Um, we'll be back soon to talk about recruiting um, and, you know, so on and so forth as we get into it. Uh, and, you know, just real quick, uh, who do y'all think replaces Nick Saban at Bama before we get out of college? That is a very good question. I have no idea. Maybe Landon, maybe. No, Landon said he's not going. Landon just landed a commitment from Evan Stewart, who was the number one wide receiver in the portal uh, at Texas A&M. Well, if y'all remember him, he was the number one wide receiver in his class uh, two years what ago. About so two years of eligibility remaining. I don't, well, Norvell, I don't think Norvell goes. Well, hold on. Let's let's hold on before we say that. Because people do skedaddle right before a uh, controversy happens. And Nard uh called me about something earlier today. What's going on in Florida State, Nard? It's heating up, bro. Mike Norvell may be on his way out. He's currently the betting favorite to be the new head coach at Alabama. So right now, Vegas feels like because of what he's done at Alabama, I mean at Florida State, and now with this news coming out that the NCAA is about to drop unprecedented penalties against Florida State for NIL violations. Maybe a reason for Mike Norvell to leave. I see that they've already penalized one of their assistant coaches who has a three-year show cause for any school that's going to hire him. That he may have uh, been the scapegoat to maybe save Mike Norvell from having that show cause. Because remember, show cause means any school that wants to hire you has to basically give a presentation to the NCAA as to why they need you as opposed to any other coach in America. So... Mike Novell seemingly so far in this first wave of information looks like he's dodging bullet, but we never know what's going to come out. Because so far, they've only mentioned that they're going to levy unprecedented penalties, and they mentioned an assistant coach by name who's already received penalties, uh, one of which was a three-year show cause. So, so I want to read exactly from Yahoo Sports exactly what the situation is at Florida State, if you don't mind, real quick. Oh, absolutely. Um, so this is from Ross Dellinger. I want to go and make sure he's senior college football reporter from uh from Yahoo Sports. Yahoo Sports uh or, or Ross goes on to write um uh 30 months into the new era into the era of name, image, and likeness, the NCAA is finally dropping the hammer. Uh the association is levying significant penalties on Florida State football, one of its NIL collectives, and a booster as well as an assistant coach uh, for NIL related recruiting violations in the most serious and unprecedented sanctions handed down the first two and a half years of NIL. Multiple sources with knowledge of the decision and penalty spoke to Yahoo sports under the condition of anonymity, which says something. Um, it's tied to a spring 2022 rooting recruiting event. And as part of a, a resolution negotiated between the school and the NCAA, uh, an assistant coach, Coach and offensive coordinator Alex Atkins is found to have committed level two violations, which include impermissible recruiting activity and facilitating impermissible contact with an NIL-related booster. Atkins is alleged to have driven a prospect and his parents to a meeting with a leading member of the school's NIL collective, Rising Spear. 
During that meeting, according to the NCAA, the booster encouraged a prospect to enroll at Florida State and offered him an NIL opportunity with the collective worth of approximately 15000 per month during his first year at school. As part of the penalties, Atkins will be suspended for the first three games of the 2024 regular season. He's given a two-year show cause. The show cause requires schools who hire Atkins to explain the decision to the NCAA officials. He's expected to remain on FSU staff in his current role. Um, the other penalties, which were confirmed by the NCAA Thursday, include two years of probation, scholarship reductions of 5% over the next two academic years, a reduction by seven in official recruiting visits for the 2023 through 2024, uh, prohibition on recruiting communication for six weeks over the next two academic years, including this week, January 12th through 18th, which is very critical because we got National Signing Day coming up very soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, prohibition on communication with athletes in the transfer portal from April 15th through 21st, a reduction of 18 evaluation days this spring, a financial penalty of 1% of the athletic department's budget. Damn. Um, so let's say their budget is $300 They want $3 million. Yeah. Quick, not slow. Hey, and you um, know, a big one is going to be the uh, – Post the uh, postseason ban. That means they can't go to the CFP for two years. Well, they're not. They're not postseason ban. What'd you say? What was the first one? Scholarship reduction. The first one was two years of probation. Oh, okay. Probation just means you can't fuck up again, or anything, so. Yeah. Or yeah. Exactly. I thought you said it postseason. No, 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 no. So with this, Mike Norvell yeah, does have. Can you go to the postseason on probation? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Probation is basically you're under, like you said, you're under watch. You're on your first strike. So what you what you can't do is um is pretty much fuck up again. Or now you're talking about outright banning from the postseason or disqualify. Um yeah. Christian, what are some of your thoughts on 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 the le- the sanctions levied down on Florida State? Oh, we gotta see, bro. Yeah, but no, I don't, I don't. I... Because according, oh my bad, I need to control. Go, go ahead. NCAA probation notice for Oklahoma State in 2020. It says the penalties related to this probation include a one year postseason ban. So it's like you you gotta see what the probation penalties include. Right, but I would imagine that if it were postseason ban, that would be included in this article. Yeah, probably, having probably, having yeah. broken down everything else, postseason right, right, would have right. been included. <laughs> um, I just heard I just heard about the, the sanctions like probably two minutes ago. When no, like two, no, like two no, like two hours ago before we started recording. I didn't even know the sanctions were going on until until uh, I saw the the alert and I was like, Oh shit, what the fuck's going on there? So I don't know much. I don't know much about going on. What's going on with FSU right now? Yeah. Um. But that being said, man, I mean, I think overall, I do think FSU is being picked on. Uh. But what are you gonna do? So, you know, I mean, hey, look, don't be so wild with it because you know you're not supposed to tell them to recruit to the school. You're supposed to offer them a deal wearing a Florida State shirt in hopes that he's gonna come there. Right. Yeah. Now, obviously, we know how this is going, but from what this one tweet said, it's like they're trying to make an example so people 
I guess, start to do it the right way. But I mean, hey, who I wonder who tipped him off. I don't know. No, I think as more as more unfolds over the next few weeks, he just said something. Yeah, it could be. Um, I don't know. Well, we'll see ultimately what happens. Um, let's go over to the NFL. Uh, let's get Playoffs. back to the goat. The goat again. <laughs> oh. The goat in the NFL. Coaching, yeah. In coaching, Bill Belichick has decided to amicably part ways with the New England Patriots. Um, 24 years, six championships, uh, I think 19 division titles, I want to say. How many division titles do the Patriots have? Uh, who the hell? Yo. I just saw it too. I mean, Patriots. Let me see here. Uh, the Pats have how many divisional titles? I tell you, they have eleven. Uh, oh, uh, twenty-two. 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 Um, in that time, there was eighteen divisional championships. That's, uh, uh, eighteen. Yeah, eighteen division, and, and during his tenure. Um, and of course, they got to 10, they should have put a hit out on Belichick. <laughs> yeah, man. Like not, so, not like, not, not like a, a real hit, like murder him, but just like a baseball bat, and you mess his knee up bad. <laughs> like a lone oh, shark, man. you know, like a lone shark. Yes. Um, but nah, uh, I, I do think that there's something to be said about that. I mean, I know that. You know, despite the Tom Brady thing, still, man, the level and the model of consistency for one guy at the helm, um, you got to salute that kind of that kind of uh, admiration or that kind of, of, of job that he did, honestly. And it's, it's an admirable thing. I mean, shit, he's a consummate professional, has been the standard for coaching um, in the NFL. Um, hell, truth be told, him and him and Nick have kind of. And they are friends, and we know uh, that to be a fact. They've had each other. Nick back. comes from his coaching tree. Yeah, Nick oh. does come from his coaching tree. Um, he he actually learned under the Belichick tutelage uh, when he was with the Browns, correct? Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, he was with 90s. the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, shoot, again, not, like you said, Nard, that coaching tree uh, earlier, that coaching tree led off seven – huh? That's that's one thing. I can't hear you. That's one guy. I mean, that's the guy. That's the guy. When they say one head coach before that, don't don't do that, man. Goodness gracious, don't do that, bro. Right, wasn't Toledo? Won a match championship there. They went fourteen and zero. Then he went to the NFL. Then he went back to college. But all in all. To you guys, whatever. Yeah, he's, he's got the highest postseason winning percentage at 638. He has the only undefeated 16 game regular season. Um, he has the most consecutive division titles, um, uh, with 11 from 2009 to 2019. He has the most consecutive conference championship appearances from 2011 to 2018. 
the most consecutive winning seasons from 2001 to 2019 um, and the longest streak of regular season and playoff games combined from October 03 to October 04 was 21 games. Uh, he had a uh, the most wins in a 10-year period. He had 126 from 03 to 2012, and he has the most uh, playoff wins. Uh, it's 37. So, yeah, man. Tom Brady. <laughs> That's so disrespectful, man. Come on, bro. We talking about Bill. Hey, four different. I got to think. Shit, my man gave him six different quarterbacks. Nick Saban won the last championship with six different. Not lying. Did he ever go back to back, Nick Saban? Yeah. What? Which year? I can't remember. Was it? Uh, I want to say it was. Was it eleven and twelve? Eleven and twelve. Yeah, I think. Yeah, was that was, it, I think it was eleven. That was the McCarran year, right? Hmm. I think I think it was eleven and twelve. Went back to yeah, it was eleven and twelve. Okay, yeah. yeah, I think that was the I think that was the McCarran year. Mm-hmm. Let me see, Christian. It is today that I learned you're a really big. Yeah, you're on one of them. That's what I'm saying. Even in the back to back, he had two different quarterbacks. AJ McCarran was I'm twenty twelve. I'm not a McCarran fan, but uh, during that height of Bama football, that was all that was being played on Sports Center. You're not wrong, but there's good reason for it. Shit, they were the greatest. And you know what's crazy? It did feel like on Saturday nights you got Bama highlights, Sunday nights you got Patriots highlights, and it was that way for a good 16, 17 years. That shit is yep. crazy. Shit is crazy, man. I mean, shit, we talking about two guys at the best of their game. Um, you know, and I mean, shit, um, the, the, the Belichick tree. Let's let's go down it. Obviously, uh, we have, of course, like we said, uh, Nick Saban, but Nard don't want to count Nick Saban. Um, he's I, on the tree, brother. He's on the tree. Let's see, Bill Belichick's coaching tree. You're right, Christian. AJ McCarron did win back to back Wolves. Told you. All right. Um, let's see. 20 of Belichick's assistant coaches have become NFL or NCAA head coaches. Um, Rod Dohauer, Vanderbilt, or whatever. Nick Saban, Pat Hill. Uh, yeah, some of these guys. Hell no. uh, Romeo Cornell, Charlie Weiss, Eric Mangini, Josh McDaniels, Jim Schwartz. Uh, Bill O'Brien, Matt Patricia, Brian Flores, Joe Judge, and Brian Dayball. I thought Robert Salah was a Belichick guy. Maybe not. No, I don't think so. No, no, no he's not, apparently. But, uh, oh, and, J- and Jed Fish. Kyle, Kyle, um, Kyle, um, Kyle Shanahan, okay. Yeah. He was the but, coordinator for Kyle Shanahan, so. Regardless of the fact, salute to the GOAT once again. Salute to the GOAT, Bill Belichick. I know a lot of people are salty that Belichick is uh, not salty, but a lot of people are saying, yeah, he's gone and all this other shit. I can personally give a fuck less. 
far as me. It don't it don't move me no kind of way. I recognize the greatness um, and that model of consistency in coaching. While you know some may not like it, hey, it is what it is, man. The man dominated, and there's a certain guy that's part of this podcast that talks domination and and consistency, but he's quiet as hell today. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> never change, dog. Never change. All right, let's get to it. Let's close out on a bang. Oh, hold on, the playoffs. We ain't gonna put, put nothing in the F for Pete. Pete oh, got fired. Pete got fired. That's different. He didn't get fired. He got demoted he, because he's still with the organization. He's yeah, he's still with the organization. Okay. He's so if they, they softly fired his ass. He's old. Well. <laughs> Yeah. No, I can't get, listen, if you weren't going to hang it up when you were trash, I'm just going to let you continue doing what you're doing. He might take a job somewhere. He's taking a job with them. He's he's uh, going to be with no, them. I'm saying he might take a coaching job somewhere. They gave him that job. He might take a fucking charge of the job if he gets it. No, I think charge is cool because he's 71. Even though he got all the energy bro. in the world, he's still 71. Yeah. Or 72, I think, matter of fact. Although, yeah, he's 72. Although, it's not a bad option. And he'd be going back home to L.A. Nah, I... I, Nah, I... He's not going to SC. Relax. No! What? I'm talking about the Chargers, fool. Oh, no, he ain't going to the Chargers. No, but regardless, uh, uh, that is the also the uh, the other um, uh, uh, coach that is not uh, not with the team any longer. Uh, our boy, our boy Pete Carroll is gone. Um, Nard, I see you don't really feel no kind of ways about Pete Carroll, obviously, him being an NC or in division rival head coach, but nope. He did produce one of the uh, greatest defenses in NFL history with the Legion of Boom. You can't take that away from him. He did, even though he ruined it. They definitely had a nice little run in Seattle, but it wasn't nearly as dominant as other things we've seen. It wasn't nearly what now? As dominant as other runs we've seen throughout sports, not necessarily in the NFL. Right, right, right. For sure, but I mean, I don't want to shit on him either. I mean, no, uh, do you think this is the end of the road for Pete Carroll? Yeah, I mean, y'all put his age out there. Yeah, I mean, who's gonna really? I, I mean, Russell, yeah, yeah, Tim Rivera. Oh yeah, yeah, another, another, um, another one too. Um, Ron Rivera uh, was finally let go from the Washington Commanders. Um, I'm sure everybody in Washington is saying good riddance. Uh, and there's not really much to highlight on that. I think that's about two years too late, honestly. But it is what it is on that. Um, were there any other coaching uh, changes in the NFL? Uh, I think mm-hmm. they got rid of Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith is gone from, from the Falcons. Smith got fired. Yep. Deservedly so, too. So. Look, man, I don't like to bring this on our podcast just because, you know, I try to I try to leave from this situation. But look, Arthur Smith is a poster child for white privilege, bro. Literal yeah. poster child for white privilege. Yeah. But um, who else? 
Who else lost their job? Um, uh, surprisingly, Rivera, Robert right. Salah is still there. Yeah, Ron Rivera's gone. We talked about that. Robert Salah is still no, there. No, no, you know what? Because, you know, if you're telling the truth, it's on the GM because why didn't you get a different backup than uh, uh, which one? Right, why didn't you go get Joe Flacco when Thank he you. said he wanted to come back? Thank you. That's a good point. Good point. That's on the GM. That ain't really on Robert Salah. Because if, yeah. if the GM get rid of him, then I got to start looking at the GM funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think there were any other co- – oh, did the uh, Cardinals coach? Let me see. Uh, no, he still got his. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so, yeah, so here goes – here goes – oh, Mike Vrabel also <laughs> gone. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike Vrabel is gone. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mike Vable on Tuesday. Um, yeah. So right now there are currently six teams in the league without a head coach. The Panthers, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Falcons, the Commanders, and the oh no, it's more than that. Uh the Titans, uh the Seahawks and the Patriots. So there's eight. Um, so I'm sure we'll be seeing a hell of a uh, carousel coming into this offseason. But, uh, yeah, let's get to it, man. Y'all know what we here to talk about. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs. Playoffs? 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 We're just trying to win a game. You talking about playoffs? All right. Let's just get to our Saturday, uh, our Saturday and Sunday games, and then we'll get up out of here. Let's go. All right. Starting out, wild card. First game, the Browns versus the Texans. Give me the Texans. Give me the Browns. Give me the the Browns. Give me the Browns. Give me the Browns. Browns. I think the Browns go in there, punch them in the mouth. Great story. D'Amico Ryan should be a head. uh, Funny as shit when you do your dismissive of somebody. He said, Yeah, great story. (laughs) He should be happy. I got to keep it real, bro. Should be happy. But the shit is over. Shit is over. Miles Garrett gonna go in there and punch some boys in the mouth. Yeah, you said great story. <laughs> um, as of right now, as of right now, Cold the Chiefs and Dolphins is scheduled for Saturday. Cold it's ass game scheduled to be negative thirty. So no, that's the that's the wind chill. The wind chill is gonna be negative thirty. Um, but Dolphins at Chiefs. Um, I think the Dolphins are just too hurt. Yep. Um, so give me the Chiefs in this one. Yeah, I like the Chiefs too. I like the Chiefs. Uh, I like the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Actually, now, no, fully healthy, no. fully healthy Dolphins. I, give me the Dolphins. I think actually no. Give me the Dolphins if they get Moster back between uh, Moster and Achan. And they throw and they throw in the mix of Jeff Wilson. That run game is gonna be. I think that's they a, can that's a, that's a good point. Now Kansas City has been great at defending the run all year, so now obviously Chris Jones definitely looking for a payday. So this kind of will cap it off. But that committee of Moser and HN has been special all year when they've been healthy. Exactly. So I so think they get. I, 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 think I they wouldn't get be shocked. Back. Give me the give me the Dolphins. Yeah. 
Give me the Chiefs, but I like the Dolphins pick, uh, Christian. What what say you, Dale? Uh, yeah, give me the Chiefs. Okay. And Nara, you said the Chiefs as well. Yes, sir. Okay. Going to Sunday, one o'clock. Steelers at Bills. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills in this one. I think really? Steelers are too hurt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Losing TJ Watt, I think is the final. Losing TJ Watt is the final nail in the coffin for me. Y'all both have TJ Watt. Give me the Bills. Yeah, too, we lost TJ Watt to an MCL sprain. Oh, pressure on the challenge. Give me the Bills. Mm-hmm. Joey Porter can't cover Steven Stephon Diggs for 30 seconds. You got to get pressure from the quarterback. Give me Pittsburgh because I think Najee and TJ are going to have themselves a, a game. I don't think Najee the Bills. Who? TJ's not playing. TJ Warren. Huh? The run. Oh, T- oh, okay, okay, okay. Was it Jalen Warren? Jalen Warren. Oh shit, my fault. I've been saying TJ. Yeah, no, I think uh, TJ Warren's the- in the NFL. Lord Jesus. <laughs> the uh, the Bills run defense isn't that great. It hasn't been great all season. So you get that committee of them two running. I think it's gonna be a, it a hell day. It's, I think it's gonna be a hell day for. I think it's gonna be a hell day for the Bills. So I definitely think is. It's going to be a low-scoring game given weather, but I got Pittsburgh on the edge. Okay. Is there ever a game you're not picking Pittsburgh? There is, but I like our chances the last three the last three weeks. Plus, like I said, Bills' is, uh, run defense isn't that great. And the well, way listen, back- I'm wearing my hoodie. You know what I'm saying? I'm wearing my hoodie and my jersey over that bitch. How, so I'm dare, how, dare, how dare you wear your hoodie while you pick the Bills? No, no I'm picking because I'm smart. I, li- I like money. Uh, Bill. <laughs> um, get paid on Sunday. No, Bill. Packers at Cowboys. Give me the boys. Do the Cowboys. Give me Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. Yeah. And probably my favorite game of the weekend: <laughs> Sunday night football. The Rams are traveling to Detroit. Woo! You know what it is. As T Baby once said, it's so cold in the D. (laughs) Um, Give me the Lions. Give me the Rams. Ooh. I like Puka to go off. I I think that y'all run game is some shit, but I like Puka to go off. Uh, y'all got a uh, uh, what's his name back, right? Ooh. Um, Cooper Cup back, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think oh, Aaron Donald gonna put. I think Aaron Donald gonna put some pressure on that line still. Um, and then Matt Stafford's gonna feel right at home playing in the dome, in his dome, the house that Matt built. So, <laughs> give me, give me, give me the Rams. And then on Sunday night or Monday night, we got Eagles at Bucks. Uh, give me the Eagles. They they can't fuck this up. No. There's no way they can fuck this up, right? Right? Give me the Bucks. Oh. Okay. I think, I think Baker pulls off the upset okay. against Philly. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I yeah, I wouldn't Philly be shocked. Surprised. But God, I want to pick the Eagles so bad. 
Mm, I want to pick the Eagles. I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm out of respect. I'll go with Philly, but I would not be surprised. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. All right. Well, that's our pickums for the first week of the uh, wild card round. Next week, we'll be back, of course, covering the divisional round and be talking hoops because it's almost all-star break, and we got a lot of basketball to talk now that there's uh, just playoff football and no more college football. So tap in with us, uh, like, subscribe, share, um, and look for the clips. We'll have clips out soon of the show. Um, So definitely look for us in that. And, hell, we may be on social media talking the game up something, man. We'll see what we can do. So until next week, we out. Peace. 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 Peace.